Welcome to the SMB Community Podcast with your hosts, Amy Babinchek, James Kernan, Amy Luby, and Carl Polichuk. Produced by and for the Small Biz Thoughts Technology Community. We're dedicated to making every IT professional a successful IT professional. By now you've heard of the National Society of IT Service Providers, but why should you join? The NSITSP is committed to transforming our industry into a profession. They've established an industry-wide code of ethics and are working to improve the reputation of IT consultants nationwide. Wherever anybody is talking about IT consultants, NSITSP wants a seat at the table. That includes the media, government regulators, and the general public. Take pride in your industry and show off your membership. Join us today at nsitsp.org. Welcome to another SMB Community Podcast, but this isn't just another SMB Community Podcast. This is the reboot. We are we are pushing the reset button and creating an entire new kind of podcast. And if it if it works, we will dominate the airways. And if not, we will walk away and pretend like nothing happened. So I'm Carl Polichuk, and I'm joined today by our regular hosts, our previous hosts, plus a brand new host. Uh, please welcome to the show Amy Babinchek, James Kernan, and Amy Luby. So many of you know uh, Amy Luby from uh, I'm just going to say <laughs> uh, more than more than a decade, maybe more than two decades of uh, building communities and defining the very uh, managed service model that most of you use in your business. So welcome, Amy Luby. Yay, Carl! So happy to be here. I was I was really humbled when you invited me. So thank you very much. This is so, going to be a lot of fun. Let's take just a minute and have everybody say hi and just like who you are and what do you do for a living. So Amy Babinchek, you want to start out? Oh, you already gave it away. My name's Amy Babinchek. <laughs> I can't point this way because Zoom puts us all in different places. Like, oh, and then James start talking. Um, you know, I, uh, well, I, I live in Michigan. I'm up here doing my MSP thing. I also... Um, do third tier stuff where we help out other MSPs and I create some papers and education courses and run some peer groups and lots of fun stuff. And then uh, I work with Rianne Glucianico with uh, Selma MSP where we uh, help consult folks in our industry who probably never sold their business before how to, how to get it done once they have that offer in hand. So I love this industry. I do all kinds of stuff. Very cool. And we're going to put all the links that are get mentioned down below. So that's uh, just a, a note for our producer. <laughs> James, how about you? Hey, uh, Carl, good to be good to be with you. Um, so James Kernan, Kernan Consulting. I am based in frigid Omaha, Nebraska. So right here in the central states. Uh, something you don't know about me is I'm a rodeo clown. My part time. No, I'm just kidding about the rodeo. Uh, but current consulting keeps me busy enough. So I engage, I work one-on-one um, -on -one with business owners and help create uh, revenue generating programs. I also run the Millionaire Mastermind peer groups in that community. That's a lot of fun. And just have a heart to give back to the channel and help um, MSP, you know, struggling MSP business owners, you know, get to the next level. So that keeps me busy. 
All right. So Amy Luby, so tell us, uh, so you're, you're not in frigid Omaha. You're, you're in warm Omaha, right? Well, technically I am in frigid Omaha right now. Um, soon to be an Austin, Texas resident um, in a little bit, but uh, I'm from Omaha. So, I mean, that was where I was born and raised and it's where my family's from. So I, I have strong, strong ties here that'll never go away. But, um, you know, like you mentioned, yes, it's, it's been over two decades. It's been about 26 years. Um, <laughs> that I've been in the MSP channel. Um, The first 16, I was an MSP and and a master MSP. I spent the last eight eight or nine years on the dark side, working with some vendors, building channel programs. And um, now I'm recently back on the MSP side, which is super exciting, Um, working with the um, CMIT franchise system, which is a franchise system of MSPs across the United States and Canada. So um, helping them grow and uh, building those communities. So super fun. Do we know what CMIT stands for? Computer Mothers in Tech or something? So so it's actually, it, it started out being called Computer Moms. Um, and it was started um, ooh, in the 80s. Um, and it was more, or it wasn't a franchise when it first started. It was just started as a computer um, support company for people in their homes, actually. Um, and then in the late 80s, it was purchased um, and uh, evolved into a franchise system. Uh, and then they took on the acronym of CMIT to, to kind of evolve the, the name and the the brand, if you will. So you don't have to be a mom with children to actually own a franchise. <laughs> you do not. You do not. But what is super interesting is that we have a really good percentage of women owners um, within the system. We have about 175 MSPs. Um, and I think about 30 are women owned, maybe wow. a little bit more. So um, that's a lot of fun. That's great. Very cool. Well, you're certainly bucking the uh, stats for the industry. So thanks for doing that. <laughs> right. Well, even at home office, um, it's mostly women. Um, that's yeah. Really cool. that's, I had no idea of that history of CMIT mm-hmm. or what it's still for. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's uh, somewhere on the website. You can find the page about the history and, and how it was started and how it evolved. But yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I've been around All for right. a long time, longer than me. So so we'll come back to this, but at some point, you should just do a show on the history of CMIT. I just put that out there. Maybe maybe we could get our original founder. That might be really interesting yeah, and fun. Guess, yeah, yeah uh, the, the whole thing of bucking the stats, I mean, that's huge. Amy and I did a presentation in Australia in October. And uh, first of all, how many women would you say were at the conference? I mean, you, you and Missy were two out of maybe five. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm holding up one hand. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, and and then we did a, a presentation uh, about inclusion, exclusion, and, you know, so forth. And, um, you know, I was actually shocked we got 15 people in the room. So, and I, and I think it included all of the women at the conference. It did. The weird thing is, like, the women sat on one side of the room and the men sat on the other side of the room. 
it was the strangest phenomenon. <laughs> so, so let me just give folks a note about what we're up to. We are rebooting in the sense that we're creating a completely new format. The, uh, the sort of average successful podcast in our community is about 30 minutes. A, a few of them are an hour. Uh, one is like 12 hours. I don't, you know, it just never stops. But um, the mo the most common podcast is a half hour interview with somebody and that's it. And so um, we looked and saw, said that, you know, we're one of the most successful podcasts in uh, the IT industry, um, but we cannot differentiate ourselves when everybody has now come around to our uh, format. So we've been doing this about 12 years. And uh, when we started, we didn't have a lot of other podcasts, but today they all have, all the successful ones have the same format as we do. So we decided we're going to push a reset button, uh, quit while you're at the top and go do something different. So we're going to create a format where we chop things into segments. And other than today, we're going to mostly uh, have five, 10, 15 minute segments and do lots of different things, cover lots of stuff that doesn't normally get covered and I don't, I don't want to say we're going to eliminate vendors because we're going to have lots of vendors on. They just won't be able to pay for a half hour of airtime. And so uh, what we're looking for is a deeper dive into everything else that's going on in the industry. Stories about successful MSPs, stories about people facing challenges, trying new things, um, you know, the challenges of that we go through, like with our, you know, in the pandemic, um, a lot of us saw sort of waves of things going on in the industry. And, and yet those were not the topics of podcasts. Those were, those were just sort of things that people talked about in communities. So clearly they want to talk about them, but they weren't being talked about in the podcasts. So uh, we're each going to bring something different to this. And basically the four hosts will do whatever the hell they want. And our producer, Nice Chow, will try to figure out how to make a show out of it. So what are the interesting things you guys are involved in that we haven't talked about so far? Well, you know, the thing I'm going to attempt to do for this podcast, I could use the audience's help with, and that is I want to find robots out in the wild and experience them. So if you know of any robots out there that I should check out, sign into the podcast and let me know or send me an email or whatever. And if you just punch in my name, you'll find my email address out in the wild. It's not hiding. We'll put your email address uh, down below. Yeah, you can do that too. So um, I had some guests over for dinner last night, and they both happened to be nurses. And uh, they were, you know, bitching about their career and how horrible it is to be a nurse right now. And then, then they started talking about this robot on their floor that goes around and, and um, actually greets people that, that are there, and they also have robot watchers. So if there's somebody that needs to be needs to be watched over all the time, there's actually a little robot device that sits there and watches for activity from the person. So so this is in a good way. This is in a nursing facility. This is in a this is in a hospital. Hospital. Yeah. Wow. So uh I so they they were complaining about the robots and I was like, 
I was like, got excited. I was like, can I come see it? <laughs> right. Well, we also, you know, like, oh, yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, we'll, we'll show it to you. <laughs> we have the resources to, you know, put up video and point people to that and put, you know, uh, links inside of our, our show notes and so forth. I would love to have the robot watch be a regular, you know, thing we do. Yes. So <clears throat> I think I already told you guys about the pizza bot. So I'll definitely go make a little video of the pizza bot. We can stick a video out there someplace too. Yeah. When I went through the Singapore airport a few months ago, uh, I was just quite enamored with this robot that was cleaning the floors because they had painted it all up and it looked like, you know, this happy yellow robot just wandering around with a huge smile on his face, cleaning the floor. And I'm like, ah, I don't see janitors smiling that often. So, you know, if a robot can vacuum, why can't a robot do a tile floor too? Right. So uh, I, I'm enamored with the AI chat. So I think we're going to do an interview with an AI chat where one of us types the question and the other one reads the answer. So <laughs> I was on a, on a call with somebody the other day. And, and so he was, he was thinking about using it for a specific thing. Like, give me ideas about how do I do this? And then it spits out ideas. And they said, okay, now give me this ideas as a folk song. Like, oh, here you go. <laughs> That's super interesting. We're in marketing. Uh, we're starting to see a lot of AI use where, you know, folks are trying to develop content, right? And rather than sitting there and kind of pushing your brain to push it out, you type in your topic, and the AI the AI will write a blog for you. It'll bring mm -hmm. statistics and all that in there, and then you can, you know, put your voice to it and all that. So it's really interesting. Um, on the AI chat side, like if I'm trying to get support, I am, if you want to see me go from mild mannered to nearly enraged, it's put me into a support AI bot thingy where all I want is to talk to a human being. Right. Like I need a specific answer, not and the, the, and the more you chat with them, the more you want to talk to a human being. Yes. <laughs> are awful because they're not, they're not smart enough. They're not complex enough. They have like a set of five canned answers and then you're just in a loop. Right. But I, I actually used an AI service. Microsoft's coming out with a new app called Designer. And it's a it's an online, it's a web-only um, place that you just type, describe what you want in a graphic and the AI creates it. So I actually just used it for a marketing thing. We're going to be, for the MSP, we're doing a, uh, a monthly networking event and we're doing it at happy hours, right? So <clears throat> we're gonna put them at different places around town. And so I just made up the first one. And I, so I told this, this AI, I said, um, draw a lighthouse at happy hour with people having drinks in watercolor, right? So, and I, and I have this awesome graphic of like, People around a table with a lighthouse on it at a bar having drinks. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in this blue watercolor drawing. And so it's awesome. It was like the best graphic I've ever had. <laughs> and all I had to do was just describe it. And the, you know, 30 seconds later, there it was. Where is that? It's a, it's a, I think it's by invitation only right now. It's, oh, it's, it's that's Microsoft, cool. Microsoft Designer. 
if you or go, if you look it up and go to it, you can you can sign up for it, and they'll let you into the. Well, right now, if you just Google AI art generator, you'll get dozens of options. So, it's I can't remember what that first one was. Uh, I want to say Wall E, but that's not what it was. Well, everybody's been using that. Oh, Dolly, that's what it was. <laughs> Dolly. I mean, there's a rage on Facebook right now where everybody's using some AI thing to yeah. turn themselves into superheroes. Right. <clears throat> that makes my propeller turn. I get all paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever makes your propeller turn, that's... <laughs> <laughs> all right, that, uh, borderline TMI. So uh, okay, well, <laughs> let, let me put context. But like my nerve gets turned oh, on, oh, and, and, my go, and my paranoia, like, oh, you're doing my face AI. You're going to store it in some database. That's what I mean. So, so James, are you going to use AI for sales pitches? Like, give me six great sales pitches, and then do it in iambic pentameter or whatever. There you go. There you go. I um actually speaking about sales pitches, one of the things that I've seen. You know, Amy, you and I talked about this a little bit at one of the mastermind events. I think it was in Chicago, Q2 uh, this past year or this this year. And then, you know, more and more of my members are, are, are working diligently on, on simplifying the sales process. So one of the things that I, I feel in, interested in doing more of is I do a lot of sales training, Carl, but, uh, you know, I've always been stuck on this seven-step value-based sales process. And, and something that's really fascinating to me is uh, the buyers are so much more educated now. They already know what MSPs are. Most of them are coming from an incumbent. They don't necessarily, they, they, they know what they need, right? And uh, they just maybe aren't getting exactly what they need from their current MSP. So in many cases, you don't need to come in and do a whole seven-step sales process, including an assessment. Uh, if the client already knows what they need and you get what they need, then just make it a real simplified sales process and give them pricing on the first meeting and close the deal. Just make the experience really simple and easy to move forward with. So that's that's something uh, I'm I've been working on inside the community. Uh, and want to share more about what that looks like for people and, and how to how to use that to close deals faster. Well, I think for all of us, if anybody has a question for either Amy or James on any of these topics, uh, we'll have a forum on the on the SMB Community Podcast site, and you can send in questions. We would love to get your your mail and your feedback. If there's something you want to see, if there's something you want us to talk about, just let us know. Uh, I think I love always telling stories about the good old days uh, and we could with us <laughs> fill up half an hour for the next 10 years. Uh, um, but I don't want the show to be all about that. So, uh, but there's also so many challenges coming ahead. I have to say uh, I'm going to have my state of the nation address on uh, I think January 11th. And um, you know, one of the things I'm going to talk about there is I think China has basically screwed up and and will now uh, bring the intergalactic economy down for the next at least one year, if not two. I think the way that they've mishandled COVID uh, will come home to roost, but it won't be it won't be just inside China. I think it's going to affect the entire economy. So, you know, 
MSPs who thought the last uh, few years were a, a great joyride because uh, we've been we've we've had so many challenges and we've met them spectacularly. Uh, the real challenge might be uh, us getting over COVID, but China not getting over COVID uh, because it's going to cause just as many disruptions as we've seen before. So you know, uh, there's good and there's bad. I think 2023 will end very very well, uh, but that doesn't mean you don't have to go <laughs> through the middle of it, right? Yeah, I, I agree, Carl. The, the economic indicators, certainly for the projected entire year next year, aren't pretty. So, um, you know, we've got supply chain issues, um, staffing challenges, uh, along with all the other world economy issues. And I think all this is kind of coming to a head this next year. So, um, you know, it's time to time to buckle up and, and uh, get serious about your marketing and stay close to your current customers, make sure they know you're there, over-communicate to them, and, and get real aggressive with marketing into prospects. I think that's a great way to weather the storm. So anytime there's an economic storm, what I always do is um, start marketing like crazy, like you just said, start spending money like crazy, and be the one that's out there in front of everybody, and you know, even if it doesn't seem like it's generating a lot, and but your when the economy pops back up, you get all the benefit. Right. I, I always think it's a. I see a lot of people. They're like, "Oh, the economy's bad. Everything sucks. My business is down," and they just sort of hunker down, and it's absolutely the wrong thing to do. Well, fear fear paralyzes people. And uh, one of the first things I hear people doing when uh, when budgets get tight is they start eliminating advertising and marketing right off their their budgets. And uh, I just pull my hair out with that. It's the opposite of what you should be doing, right? Yeah, I learned this from my most successful clients. So when I started my business in 2000, um, shortly thereafter, there was a there was a big recession and. I just watched what my clients were doing. And the ones that the ones that weathered it the best started spending money like crazy. I was over there working for them all the time. They were upgrading things like they were slow. So they were taking that time to improve their business. Right. They were buying new, buying new equipment for their their prototyping and manufacturing facilities. They were investing in new technologies in the office. They were so that, and they said, oh, this, they've been in business for 50 plus years, and this is how they do it, because all those things go on sale when times are- I was going to say, they're buying that equipment at half price. Yeah, they buy it from others that, at auction that, that went out of business. And then, you know, when it comes around, they're the economy comes around, they're the one poised for the, the, big, the big uplift from all that investment, and it works. Now, that does require that they- plan it in advance, have some money in the bank. Save, uh, save when times are good and spend it when times are bad. Yeah, they, they, they don't live uh, hand to mouth. So that, that, that's actually where the managed service model uh, does well, is that you've got mm -hmm. this flow of income and you can spend it carefully and wisely. So mm -hmm. Amy, were you going to say something? Uh, not well, sort of, but Amy kind of covered it. Um, but from the opposite point of view, I think a lot of times your client base, many of them do exactly the opposite of what Amy was talking about. They hunker down, um, which greatly impacts the MSP 
Um, so yeah, but it was already covered. Um, and, and trying to help your clients understand how to weather the storm too can be part of it. Well, I have several stories of clients that we helped get through the big, big, uh, you know, recession in the 2009, 2010 era. Uh, one was a you know, a lumber mill that specialized in literally like custom lumber and custom, you know, stuff. So they had all this equipment that nobody else could run. So they they were deathly afraid of losing their employees because nobody else knew how to use that equipment. Right. So they they did everything they could to like put people on four day weeks and this and that. And, you know, uh, they couldn't like store up a bunch of custom built lumber, you know, custom uh milled uh, lumber to sell because then it wouldn't be custom. It would be off the shelf, right? So, uh, but anyway, we helped them sort of buy the right stuff and stop using the, the stuff and move their technology around. And the roadmap meetings that we went through with them uh, played a role in them actually surviving the recession, um, you know? So there's that. There's also clients who they cut back, and the good thing is with managed services, you still get to keep the rest of the desktops, but you can then go in and say, all right, take those new machines and put them on the desktops for people who are still working here and you know, take the other machines out of service so they don't get virused up while nobody's using them and so forth. Uh, you know, you can help people get through bad times and that can be part of your business model. But you have to think of yourself not as a technician, but as a business consultant. And I think that's huge. And, and luckily, I think more people are prepared to do that today than were, you know, 10 years ago or 15 years ago. That's what we did. That's absolutely, I actually offered to um, not charge for that. So, <clears throat> so you know, because that, at least here in Michigan, that was not a recession. That was a depression. And everybody was suffering greatly. And so, you know, I just went to all of them and said, hey, we will, we will help, we will come and help and talk about this and how we can save money and what we can do. And, you know, I'm not going to bill you for this meeting. Let's just get together and figure it out. And we did so many of those meetings and, and that mm -hmm. cements a relationship. Oh yeah. It also puts you on their team. Right. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, every time Amy shows up, I get a bill. Right. Uh, 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 you know. Yeah. You know, that's human nature. You know, if you if you support somebody through a hard time, whatever it is, um, they'll never forget that. Yeah. Never. Um, even if they can't repay at the moment, it'll come back. It'll come back when they can. Very cool. Well, we only have a few minutes left, so. Um, I want to go around and ask everybody, what are you looking forward to in 2023? Obviously, Amy is Amy Luby's looking forward to drinking beer in Austin, Texas. <laughs> and maybe some music. Lots of music. Yeah. Yeah. Great music. Lots of entertainment. <laughs> what else? Uh, what am I looking forward to? Um, you know, helping grow our system. I mean, we've got 170 plus MSPs. Um, that, uh, I mean, we hit all in, in August last year, a hundred million dollars. Um, so nice. we're, our next goal, goal is 200 million. So, and that's primarily my job and my team's job is to help our MSPs grow. So I'm super excited about that. 
super mm -hmm. excited. Um, I'm also interested to see how the consolidation is go goes. You know, we we have these pillars of vendors now, right? Um, and these separate sort of ecosystems. So I'm very interested to find out how that plays out because um, I myself struggle with that. I'm like, is it a good idea to go all in with one of these ecosystems or is it better to spread out between them? Like what's the best way to go? So I'm, I'm looking forward to figuring that out and seeing how it goes. Yep. Well, that will be a talk topic we will come back to again and again. I think in 2023. How about you, James? Uh, I'm I'm excited. I've got some fun trips uh, planned for 2023. Um, uh, everything from Napa to Florida to the Bahamas. Um, so a lot of exciting uh, trips uh, planned, at least on my radar screen. Got some new programs uh, rolling out. I love to train, so we've got some. Uh, additional leadership and uh, professional sales trainings coming out. So it'll be exciting there. And kind of back to Amy's point, I'm excited to help uh, MSPs kind of architect new plans and navigate through the muck of 2023. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I'm kind of nerd out on things like that, but uh, I'm a student of the game and I, I enjoy seeing uh, what happens, you know, as, as we, uh, look into the crystal ball for 2023, but I'm I'm optimistic for the year. I'm excited. Uh, a lot of cool things coming. Very cool, Amy. Well, <clears throat> I am really interested to see what is going to happen with uh, cryptocurrency in 2023. It's going to be a big year <laughs> for them, and uh, you know, it's either going to all be revealed as a scam, or there's going to be two or three that survive the the coming crush. It's just, I mean, it's a train wreck watching it right now. So it's pretty fascinating. I've spent 2022 trying to learn about cryptocurrency and still not having it make a whole lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I'm kind of watching it all implode and going, oh, maybe, maybe it didn't actually make, maybe it wasn't me. <laughs> maybe it didn't actually make sense. <laughs> so all your money's in the Bahamas? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I, yeah, well, fortunately, I don't have any money with FTX, so that's a good thing. But that's uh, a great thing. But uh, well, yeah, that's interesting. So in in January, I'm I'm going to to England uh, for just for a week uh, for a wedding party, and then some fun after that. Just kind of relax. Um, but the big thing for 2023 is kicking off the doubling of my MSP. So. We're going to go from 1.5 to 3, and uh, I'm considering, because I run a couple of peer groups over at third tier, I'm considering if there's interest in starting a, a third one in which anybody else who wants to double could join in, and we'll just all do it together. But well, this sounds like uh, a bit of bragging, but I can tell everybody here for a fact, when Amy says she's going to double the size of her MSP, she will. She mm -hmm. did it. She did it before a couple of years ago. <laughs> she will do it again. And uh, anyway, I see now I want to go talk to you for half an hour about that, but we're out of time. So <laughs> I, I encourage everybody who's listening to uh, 
Tune in to us. If you are not already subscribed, subscribe to the SMB Community Podcast on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, we got all the links over at smbcommunitypodcast.com. And if you don't, if your podcatcher is not on there, uh, send us a note and we will put it on there so other people can join. But, you know, give us a like and a thumbs up and listen in to the next few shows. Uh, that helps us with, the you know, the whole uh, SEO juice. So, uh I appreciate you being here and I look forward to an amazing year. I'm most excited in 2023 about the refresh of this podcast. So, you know, we we have met a few times and just thrown out so many fun ideas. And so this is going to be different than any podcast in our industry. And I think you're going to love it. So thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the SMB Community Podcast, rebooted for 2023. Thank you for tuning in to the SMB Community Podcast. If you found this useful, interesting, or fun, please subscribe, share with your friends, and give us a thumbs up on your favorite social media. Please check out the show notes at smbcommunitypodcast.com and give us your feedback.